Good morning. You're listening to FloridaLady.net, and I'm Kemp Parr. This morning, my guest is Adam Joss, the owner of Vertical Connection Carpet One in Columbia, Maryland. Adam, how you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. We did a best practices on your store, your operation in our June issue. You can go back and look at that. Briefly, your company opened a window covering store in 1977. Your father had come out of the toy business. Your parents worked together and did really well in, in window covering. And people kept asking about, you know, who can we buy flooring from? And they decided to get in the flooring business. And you joined Carpet One in 94. And you've been growing ever since. When you got involved, the business took off. And it's nine times bigger now than it was before you joined, right? Yeah. Unfortunately, expenses keep growing. So we we need sales yeah. to keep growing. How is business now? Business is good. Obviously interesting, and I think most are experiencing the shift away from sort of the the COVID years. So what we're seeing now is August has been softer than I would like, softer than it was last year, but I think we're getting back to the more traditional seasonality of our industry. Most of our business is residential replacement, and through the past couple COVID years, we really didn't experience any seasonality. It was pretty strong throughout the year, and now we're finding that August, everybody's on vacation and getting ready for back to school. We're seeing good activity, but down from last year. So looking forward to for the months ahead. That's right. I mean, when kids go back to school pretty soon, it should pick back up again if it's going back to the normal seasonality, right? I have young children now. I didn't previously, and I really didn't understand back to school. But now with young children, I understand that back to school is, is all consuming for, for a lot of families. So I get it. Yep, and so hopefully we get through the next couple of weeks and and get back to business. I noticed in this best practices that you said that floor covering is eighty percent of your revenue and window covers is twenty, and that in the flooring mm-hmm. business, carpet is your number one category, right? Yep, that's correct. I'd like to keep it that way. Yeah, but why is that? Carpet is there's essentially a moat around carpet, so. It's easy for big box stores and national chains to get into the hard surface game. Obviously, floor and decor has had a tremendous impact. It's easy for Home Depot, Lowe's, floor and decor, what have you, to put a box on a shelf or a box on a truck and ship it. Carpet just has not been attacked that way by national chains. And so I think for independents, for local flooring businesses, carpet provides a great opportunity. And though it's shrunk as percentage of the overall flooring market, it's still a massive share of the overall flooring market. You know, the other thing that we see with carpet is that with LVP and wood and laminate, you know, most contractors can install it themselves. But generally with carpet, a trade that people want to come to and trust the the retailer for us. And the margins are still good in carpet. It's an area we focus on and plan to continue. If retailers want to be honest with themselves, you make more money on carpet. And as you said, it's a category that you can own as an independent family-run business. And listen, I want to talk to you about Carpet One's Retail 2.0 and a trend that we're noticing. I know you have that in your store. And one of the things that we're hearing nationwide is that when the consumer comes in the store and if you're busy and they start to help themselves, the average net sell goes up. What does that tell us about that program in contrast with getting help from a trained RSA? Yeah, I think it's a tremendous program. I've been involved with it for a number of years now, and it's just a really well-designed system. And to your point, we're seeing average orders go up. I'll give you a sort of anecdotal story. We, in the past, you know, we have different displays, and each display has a different price point, a product that's a little bit different. 
and we had one LVT display that was the most expensive. It was a 30 mil wear layer and it had all the bells and whistles and it was a heavy duty commercial product and it was priced accordingly. And our sales team was often afraid to go to it. They just didn't show it because it was more expensive. Well, fast forward to retail 2.0 and price points are mixed together and organized by color. And the consumer, the woman, if you will, walks into the showroom and she goes to or gravitates towards the look and color that she wants. That's really what she's coming in for. At the end of the day, we insiders like to, you know, get all worked up over specs and different bells and whistles on products. But homeowners generally are going for a look. Um, and that's a color or a style. And so they, they gravitate to the, the look that they want, regardless of price. What we're seeing is that when somebody falls in love with a product, you know, they're going to buy that product. Now, obviously, they have to be able to afford that product at the end of the day, and we have to be able to justify the price of that product. But it eliminates the, the situation where we're just not even showing them the product that they might love or really want. So that's really the big change that we're seeing is homeowners leading the selection process rather than an RSA or a sales advisor leading the selection process. Yeah, I think that's really interesting. So what we're finding out then is that there's a paradigm within these RSAs. Sometimes they represent a product based on their own wallet, and maybe the Mm -hmm. consumer will pay more shown a great product, right? Totally. And look, I mean, if I was helping somebody myself, you can't help but be biased in how you present or what you show, or you have your own biases about what brands you like or what manufacturers you like. Obviously, the consumer doesn't necessarily care, but you as an RSA are leading them. You know, so it removes the biases, subconscious or conscious. And a lot of times, RSAs might not be comfortable, so they just don't show a certain line or brand. And look, Selling is really difficult. You know, you're trying to thread this needle between finding something that they love at a price point that works for them, and you don't want to be too high and you don't want to be too low. So I think having a a consumer-led system is just an easier system to sell from. You know, putting this system in requires some space in your showroom. Yeah, I'm sure you had to eliminate some racks, and that was probably difficult to decide which ones to keep and which ones to Uh, remove, right? Yeah. Conceptually with the system, everything is cohesive and everything is part of the system and you eliminate anything that's not part of the system. And I think that's really the best approach to take. You know, the more choices that people have, the more confused they get and that slows down the sales process. And I think we can all relate to that through different things that we purchase. If you go eat dinner at the Cheesecake Factory and you've got a menu with 600 different options, it's overwhelming. So that's really what the experience is about, is about providing a simpler, smoother, easier selection process. Are you on the board of Carpet One? I am. I'm on the Carpet One Advisory Council and the board of CCA Global, and just recently also the board of the World Floor Covering Association. I get too involved. Yeah, okay. All right. Well, I appreciate you sharing this uh, information with our listeners. Again, we've been talking to Adam Joss, the owner of Vertical Connections in Columbia, Maryland, and you've been listening to Kemp R and FloridaLA.net.